Welcome back to the CTP Project, where everything begins with the journey. I'm glad you guys can make it today. Um, and I'm just excited to be here. Hope you are just as excited as I am. We are, you know, we're going to talk about plans today. So to start out, I was just reminiscing just to tell you guys a little story, a little background on why I decided to make this the second, the second podcast is because my sister and I, we were just kind of talking about planning. Um, we were talking about how we go on these trips. My sister and I, we take these sister trips once a year. Um, and unfortunately this year we haven't been able to do it. Hopefully we will be able to get back to that soon. But we were just talking about how our best trips, um, came with a plan. Normally I'm the type of person that I really don't plan very well when I'm going on vacation. I like to just kind of go with the flow, get there and see what I want to do and then do it. But Shin, I was just talking and reminiscing about how we went on these two particular trips where we kind of had a plan of what we wanted to do. We didn't plan when we wanted to do them. We just knew what we wanted to do. So we got, we went to Cabo and if anybody's ever been there, it's a very beautiful place, but they have the arches. And because we made these plans to go see the arches, when we paid for that, we ran into somebody who could, you know, help us get on this beach and go horseback riding on the beach. It was a real awesome thing that we encountered. And then when we went to Jamaica for our sister trip, we ended up um, going to go jump off the cliff. I don't know about you guys, but that's just like something that I wanted to do, seeing everybody doing it. But jumping off the cliff into the water was just so amazing. And the day that we went, we ended up having a driver to kind of drive us all around. He drove us um, not only to the cliffs, but he just drove us around the city and showed us the city. And had we, if we had not kind of planned that out, I don't know how our vacation would have went. We would have just been kind of in limbo, just doing, you know, various things, not having an idea of what we wanted to do or where we wanted to go. But because we had an idea of what we wanted to do and where we wanted to go, it turned out to be two of the most amazing trips that we've done so far. Um, so that's where I want to start with today with making a plan. So I know before we kind of talked about, um, the pot, we kind of talked about the change to transformation. That's a process. We know that it's a process that starts with, um, just number one, making the decision, um, that you want to go on this journey. But in that, it is a journey. And because it's a journey, we need to have a plan. Um, before we set out on any destination, you kind of sit and kind of devise a detailed plan on where you're going, why you want to go. Um, in, in order to get there, in order to first buy the ticket to go to Jamaica, we had to figure out where we were going. 
Um, and the why is because we just do a sister trip every year. Then after you've planned on where you're going, if you're going to go outside the country, if you're going to stay within the country, you just have to think about how you're going to get there. So you have to, you know, make a decision on your travel, how you're going to travel when you're going on vacation. Um, and then once you get to your destination, you want to have an idea of what you're going to do when you get there, whether it's just, I'm just going to relax. I'm going to just chill out. I'm not going anywhere. Or I want to go, this is a place where I want to go shopping. So we kind of do that when we go on vacation. We pour over all these details um, about the area we want to go to, you know, how to understand the culture and the atmosphere you're going into. I mean, if you're an avid planner, when you're going on vacation, those are some of the things that you think about. While it's true, you know, these things ring true for the journeys that we're going to go on when we take vacations and what have you, we can be detailed about that. We never do this for our just personal lives. You know, every year, everybody makes New Year's resolutions. They do, you know, talk about what they're going to give up for 30 days. They talk about how they're going to change their habits, how they're going to exercise, um, and, you know, just make these profound changes so their lives can be different. We all do this every year. I know I do. Every year I sit down and think about what changes I want to make, what I want to do, um, what, what, what I want my life to look like in the upcoming year. Um, we do this, but we don't count up what it's going to cost us. We never, we hardly ever take the time out to think about all those details, um, what you're going to need when you're doing this or what it's going to take. What is it going to take for me to begin a new exercise regimen? Number one, it may take hiring a personal trainer or it may take getting a gym membership. And then after you do all that, what's the schedule going to look like? Like we never think about these things all the way through. So because we don't think about them all the way through, we tend to give up in the process. So what I, this is the thing that I had to change even for myself. I'm y'all, I'm not a great planner. I take things day by day. I wake up. I'm like, what am I going to do today? But what I realized even on last week um, is that if I don't make plans, then plans will be made for me. And what I mean by that is if you don't sit out and kind of put a check on, these are the things I need to do for this week then you're, you will find yourself not getting those things done because things will come up that will inhibit that. And so while we're on our journey, we need to know that we have to make a plan while on the journey. And part of that planning process is to sit down and kind of decide what it is, what do you want your life to look like? What do you want to see at the end of the next 90 days, this is how we begin to make those plans. So when you're doing those things, so what happens is you have to be mindful of 
taking things into smaller steps as opposed to trying to bite off a full-size chunk. So instead of making a plan for a whole year, you may want to just take it. Let's start off by making a 90-day plan. We can do things and we can accomplish things when they're in smaller morsels. So like you can't eat a whole plate of food in one bite. You have to kind of, you have to chop your meat up. Because if you don't chop your meat up and you try to bite the whole piece of chicken, you're going to choke yourself. And so this is what happens when we're on this transformation journey. We try to take what we want to do for the whole year or what we want to do for the rest of our lives and do it in every single step. So this is what I propose. So instead of doing your plan for the whole year, take it in bite-sized pieces. You're going to write down, and this is what I want you guys to write down. You're going to write down, what is my vision for the next 90 days? Sit down, take some time, and think about what you want your next 90 days to look like. And then write those things down. I would say write write down five things. Five is the number of grace. And God will grant you grace to do those first five things on your list. So write down on that list, like what do I want to do over the course of the next 90 days? What do I want my life to look like over the next 90 days? Write those things down. If you can get more than five, great. But Five is a great starting point. Um, And then once you write that down, your next thing you're going to write down is what um, three or more goals I want to accomplish in the next 90 days. These two are totally different things because what you're saying is I want um, your your vision for your life for the next 90 days is I want to have a better attitude. I want to be more at peace. And then so from that, you're going to say, what are what are my goals? You know, in order for me to be more at peace, the goal I need to accomplish is to get these bills under control in order to eliminate some of my debt. I need to get some of the bills under control or uh, decrease my spending. Whatever that looks like for you, write those three goals down. And then you're going to say, okay, now I have these three goals. I have these goals. Then you're going to say to yourself, and you're going to write this down, is what do I need in order to accomplish these goals and fulfill my vision? That's going to be very important, meaning what are the things that are going to make me successful? What are the things that are going to help me achieve my goal, help me to achieve this vision for my life? And when I say successful, let's talk, let's talk about that word successful for a minute before we move on. Do not define your success by someone's else's definition. Define that word for success for yourself. 
what is going, what does success look like to you? Um, because if we start to define success based on what somebody else says or how somebody else feels or what it looks like to somebody else, we will always fall short because their vision of success is different from yours. So I just want to drop that little tidbit off um, for you. And then last but not least, what obstacles do I need to overcome or avoid during this time? Let me tell y'all something. This is going to be, this is going to help free you up because we have this thing, like we let obstacles overtake us. And we do that because they're in our way and they don't budge. They don't move. And instead of us, getting rid of it or going around it, we run right into it, get caught up and ensnared into these obstacles. And they basically eclipse what we're trying to do, what we're trying to accomplish. They stop us dead in our tracks. That's what an obstacle is designed for. It is designed to stop you in your tracks. But as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm just getting a vision of the runner who has the jump over the hurdles. They don't let the hurdle stand in the way of getting to the goal line. So we have to be like the, the runner who is jumping over the hurdles. We cannot let those obstacles stand in the way of us getting to the goal line. And so write those things down. If you know that you want to alleviate some of your debt, and, and you know that, um, my, I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. Ross for me is like a store that I can go in and come out with stuff I don't even need. I didn't even think I wanted before I went in, but because they have some of the most like cutest little home stuff, little home trinket stuff, I will go in there and spend money that I know I didn't want to spend. So if, if that's your obstacle, stay out of Ross. Like I have to, I'm so glad that we're shut in and Ross is closed down because I have saved a lot of money. So look around, like search yourself and say, what is an obstacle? Um, if you are, I'm, let's just get, if we get personal, if you want to go on a course and say, I want to be celibate. If you know that picking up the phone, um, when that call come through is going to deter you from that, then I need you to avoid picking up the phone. Don't answer the text. I mean, if that's your goal, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, so we all have our own obstacles. So write those down. And as you're writing these down, every week you're going to revisit this. And because you're going to revisit, because you're revisiting it just once a week, don't look at it every day because I'm going to tell you that's going to deter you because you're going to say, well, I didn't get this done today. And so it's going to make it look even more difficult for tomorrow. So look at it once a week. You already know what it is you need to do. And then when you get to the end of the week or the beginning of the following week, you can say, well, I did this. I did that. Okay. I failed at this. And, or I 
not just failed. I didn't get this part done. So what, what, and when you notice that you're not getting something done on your list, we're going to talk about this in more detail on another lesson on another podcast is when you notice that you're, you've not done something, you're going to have to examine what it was that kept you from accomplishing that thing or what it was that got in your way. And like I said, we're going to talk about that on another um, pod, on another podcast. But this podcast is just about the planning stage. So as we begin to plan and as we begin to do those things, um, I think that's going to help a whole lot. Um, so I want to leave you leave you ladies with this. Um, when you're planning, you have to think about those things that God desires for you. And the reason I say that is because we'll make a whole lot of plans based on what we want and the things that we think we need. Go back before, as you're making your plans, pray over those plans and ask God, say, God, I'm making these plans and I just want to be aligned with your will. What is it that I need to put on this list? What, what are the plans that'll help me accomplish what it is I'm trying to accomplish? Um, Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Well, if God knows the plans he has for us, and I want those plans because his plan is for good to give me future and a hope. So if I rely on the plans that he has for me, then I know that I'm in a good place. Then I know that those plans, he's going to give me the tools and he's going to give me the outlet or the resources in order for me to accomplish those plans. And then on top of that, when you're thinking about them, we have to remember that sometimes God's plans, a lot of times God's plans doesn't look like our plans. Um, Isaiah 55 Say is my thoughts 55 and 8. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond, beyond anything you can imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. I mean, come on. So because his thoughts are nothing like ours, and he's his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So if you're the little things that you're thinking about, God has already covered them. So we got to think higher sometimes. And in order to think higher, sometimes we got to let, we got to have to allow the thoughts that God has for us to kind of overtake us. They may not make sense. You may be writing some things down that may not make any sense in your life, but I will tell you, God will do it. Um, just as a little bit of encouragement. So I wanted to be a tither. Um, and I, if everybody, every, you know, that's not everybody go, I understand that, but I wanted to be a tither and I wanted to do a certain amount and the amount that I was believing to be able to give on a monthly basis, I had no clue 
how I was going to do that because the job didn't line up with the thought that God implanted in my brain, um, implanted in my spirit to be able to do that. But I kept believing and kept believing and lo and behold, the job began to line up with that seed that he planted on the inside of me. And at this point, I'm able to give in a way that doesn't doesn't hurt me, but I'm able to give in abundance of what I thought I wanted to give in, in abundance of the seed that God planted on the inside of my spirit and able to do. So I just want to encourage you in this time, just kind of, you know, as we begin this journey, just keep on thinking about how God sees you. When we think about how God sees us, when we develop that relationship with him, his vision for our lives will reflect back to us. And as it reflects back to us, we can adequately make plans for the next level that we're going on. Because remember, guys, we're not merely trying to change. We are trying to transform we're going to leave change behind and elevate to transformation. And then once we elevate to transformation, we can elevate to purpose. So guys, I hope this has blessed you. I hope um, that the tidbits that I've given, that you really take them and considering them and then start to work those things that your life may be filled. Lord God, we just thank you right now for the time spent with the people on the other end of this broadcast, Lord God. We just ask, oh, Heavenly Father, that your spirit, that your spirit begin to overtake them, God, that they may start to be, even in their creative spaces, Lord God, that you put your, your spirit on the inside of them, that as they write down their plans, as they write down their vision, as they seek after you, Lord God, oh, Heavenly Father, that you will give them the answers to what it is that they need to do. You will give them the answers to what the vision is for their life. You will give them the answers on where it is you want them to go and how you want them to do it, Lord God, that because we are connected with you, we are linked in with you, we will go from change to transformation. And when people see us, Lord God, they will see a transformed being. We thank you. We love you in your son Jesus name. Until next time, guys, until next week, I look forward to um, seeing and speaking with you. Um, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Enjoy.